Hello, listeners, and welcome to Pedagodzilla, the pedagogic podcast with the Pop Culture Core, coming at you from the Playful Learning Conference. This is the final, the day three uh, recap episode. Um, in it, we're just going to do a quick recap of some of the bits of the day. So we're going to start you off with the theme tunes, uh, which kicked off our day at nine this morning. Then we're going to move on to a discussion with Mark and uh, today's headline act. And then finally, Mark and I will share a few reflections about our time at the conference this year and what we think went well with our own uh, little piece and what we think we might like to do next time. But first, I'd like to present to you the fun, the fabulous, the melodic uh, theme tunes for the Playful Learning Conference, uh, result of an activity hosted by Chris and Chang. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yeah, I've got all my kit, all my toys. What? But we need some stuff, don't we? Um, yes. You, you start. We do need some you stuff. Start. Yes. You explain okay. what we're doing. Okay, I'm going to explain what we're going to do. So we set a challenge to everyone who came to our session um, to form a band. Um, there were some artistic differences, so there was a bit of switching around during the process. There was quite a lot of who knows what was going on between some of the band members, fallings out, arguings, all sorts. Incestuous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have now actually got four bands together, a, a fifth band if you count Chris and I, and we're going to have a battle of the bands this morning where you get a chance to vote for your favourite song. So the challenge was to come up with um, a theme tune for playful learning um, or a theme tune for the way that they teach and their practice. And I think everybody went for the theme tune related to playful learning. Um, so Should we explain how we formed the band? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what we did, first of all, is we said... Very scientific. Yes, very scientific. Everyone's included. Where is the kind of centre of people's creative energy? So clearly we wanted to find some people that were musical geniuses, um, which we did find. Then we asked... There were, there, were, there were at least one per group, which was good. Um, lyrical gangster. Uh, are you like Chuck D? The voice of a generation. Um, then the next one was creative visionary. This is Malcolm McLaren. Someone that doesn't necessarily get involved in the nitty gritty of the writing of the stuff, but has the big picture vision. And then finally, are you like uh, Bez? And you're just good at vibes. So, um, so we got those together, and exactly, you got maracas. Um, so what we're now going to do is uh, bring up our first act, and our first act is called Mischief for Dinosaurs. They're going first because one of their members is a gigging musician and has to rush off to get to a gig. So, you know, that's how rock and roll we are. So, we're going to have a big round of applause for this year for Dinosaurs. Not a cult! 
worked quite a lot since yesterday, hasn't yeah. it? They've been working. You've been practicing. Oh, well, I've been in the studio. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. Okay. Okay, so the next band is uh, Band, band in, in the, the Middle. middle. Band in the Middle coming up to. Uh, where, yes, Band in the Middle. Where, where are you? Where, where they are? They'll be here in a moment. It's got a. We were out partying way too hard last yeah. night. Yeah, <laughs> roll lifestyle. But you know what? I'm really excited about going to university because um, I heard they do playful learning. Playful learning? I'm not paying for that. I'm an academic. <laughs> playful learning is just for kids. I'd rather be eaten by a giant squid than invest a hardened dollar. You're a serious scholar. <gasps> Play is a waste of time. No, that's not true. That's right, it's not true. <laughs> Play is learning is for everyone. Break the rules and have some fun. Be free to explore and just be you. You're seriously powerful and effective too. Penultimate act. Um, uh, it's going to be play cold. Are you coming up? Give a big round of applause for play cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we good? Yeah. 
Sometimes you have like a different thing at the end, like an out credit thing. So ours is the kind of end thing uh, to playful learning. So um, I've got the look. I've got the words there. Got the words can there. you, if you can use that, then I'll be able to play the guitar, and you'll be able to. We'll both be able to see them, which is good. Or we could put them there. Uh, we could the put set. them there. Yeah, but you'll have to advance the slides, won't you? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> we have got them. We have got them on the screen, so people could sing along with the chorus. But we would need somebody. Let's on not the keyboard. We, we, we'll run out of time. So this is. Oh, actually, yeah. I suppose that 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 would work. That would Thank work. You, Michelle, that would be brilliant. Uh, we, we might have thought that too, mightn't we? Yeah. Okay, so man. this <laughs> is the ballad of playful learning, isn't it? It is. It's another Morrison and Secker classic. Probably, you know, go into the archive. At some point, we'll reverse the credits, and they'll all be Secker and Morrison. But give that a few years. Okay. Right. We're ready. We're ready. Okay. <laughs> up is an interview recorded uh, by Mark with today's headline act. Yay. Okay, so uh, it's another conversation with a headline act. 
Oh, God, I still haven't got used to that. Um, so, okay, so uh, this is a headline act for the third day, and uh, normally we talk to the headline acts after they've done their particular keynote. Unfortunately, our trio here have to dash off, so we're doing it beforehand. So I won't be able to say, ask you how... Oh, we can ask you how it went, and then you'll have to make something up. Um, so uh, could you introduce yourselves, or your names and where you're from, and that sort of stuff? Just start with my left... Yeah, my yeah. name is Vicky. I'm affiliated at the University College Copenhagen. Uh, I teach in pedagogues, and for the last three years, I have been a PhD research fellow within That's the Playful Learning program. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and my name is Tina, and I'm a PhD student enrolled at Aalborg University in Denmark and University College Lillebælt. And I'm from the teach education where I'm doing the research. And then finally? Yeah, I'm Kim, um, and I'm currently a postdoc at Aarhus University and also an assistant professor at the University College Copenhagen. Like Tina and Vicky, uh, part of the Playful Learning uh, Research Extension, and uh, as of last week, a uh, doctor of Playful Learning. Way, oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, good evening, it's going to go on a bit longer. <laughs> okay, now it's time to get awkward. Um, <laughs> so, congratulations. That's Thank excellent. You. Oh, wow. So, how do you feel about that? Is that a stupid question? Um, no, it's fine. Um, it's a um, it's a big relief, mm. and um, it, it's yeah, it's more than three years uh, coming to an end. And um, in that sense, uh, a lovely, lovely thing to mm. get done and uh, complete. Um, it's also uh, like um, when you've done something large or huge and mm. um, you're, just, you're still lacking perhaps a bit motivation afterwards yeah so um that did so amazing but also yeah. it's, been, uh, it's like what conclusive. do i do now and yeah, exactly, how yeah. do i reclaim my life after yeah. having to sacrifice so much yeah. for the last three years and yeah, reclaim where are my friends gone yeah, exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah nobody case. takes you through that process either maybe we should have a chat about that at some point because you know we uh, it is a it's a it is a Everybody assumes you're going to be excited, and it's it's there's some there's some downsides to it as well, really. But I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, good luck with all that. So thanks. Uh, it might be lonely during the PhD, yeah. But also afterwards, uh, yeah. Make <laughs> I, up for I it. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your second playful learning conference for so me and Vicky. Yeah, for, for Tina, it's the first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So how are you finding it? Uh, amusing. Good. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> okay, amusing you could take in very, very many ways. <laughs> Exciting, yeah, okay. So different, different. Different, yeah, different again. Yeah, different. yeah, enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So I guess you'll feel a bit more relaxed when you've done... Oh, so how was your keynote? <laughs> how was my keynote? Yeah. It actually didn't go. Oh, really? They were totally failing. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. But uh, we'll manage to we'll find manage, out, sort, yeah. of, to <laughs> so, sort it out anyway. <laughs> no, 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 obviously. They haven't done it yet. Uh, so uh, what is it about? What is it you're presenting? And For the people who probably aren't going to make the conference and would like to know a little bit more about what goes on here. Yeah. Yeah. First, we yeah. present something about the Danish uh, Playful Learning Program mm. and the Danish uh, Playful Learning Research Extension, how they work, how they contribute to the Danish University College across the country. Mm. We have six university colleges in total in Denmark, and we are spread all over yeah. Denmark. And uh, after that, we're actually going to do an interactive treasure chest opening session where they have to actually work with my research uh, to find the right answer for this. Um oh, hang on, sorry. I should oh, have yeah. done a sound check before I started. I'm oh, such yeah. an amateur. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not quite. Can you just move a bit closer to the mic there? There we go. Okay, we've got that. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so we're doing this uh, treasure chest mm -hmm. opening session right. where they have to work with my research in order to open the treasure chest. Ah, okay. Oh, so that's, that gets them engaging with what you're doing, your work, yes. and that's how they find out yeah. about it. And if they don't take any notice, they don't find out about what, they yeah. don't get the treasure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and okay. <laughs> if they want to know more about my research, they should actually just read my papers. Oh, okay. Right? That's also possible, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we are off to... Kim, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they'll have to complete the first task, because mm. otherwise the keynotes just ends. There's no... Uh, I would say, so they, they have to, so your builds yeah, on the, yeah, the, the because, first uh, round. Yeah. They'll find something uh, from Eisen, uh, an interactive part, which is uh, a, a hero's journey, choose your own mm. adventure style, okay. also yeah. into uh, to, to my research from the, the Playful Learning uh, Research Extension, trying to, um, like, 
become um, an educator on a playful journey to unleash your inner playfulness um, and doing it as, uh, as heroes would. So picking your weapons of choice, which garments, which uh, magic potions, um, what uh, spaces and goals mm. and, uh, and what band of heroes would you need to become your most playful educator. Oh, and is that what your research is, or is that not? My research what is person? mostly about uh, some playful boundary crossing or some, some playfulness between uh, educations and between disciplines. Mm-hmm. So, but very much about uh, the, the the language part of it. So, what uh, concepts and uh, what uh, like uh, dialogic phenomenon is uh, is part of uh, of playful learning in that sense? Ah, okay. And then also a, a big part about how students experience it in uh, these interprofessional settings. And do they get, I mean, I suppose, a quick resume of what you found? Yeah, uh, and it, it's mostly a dive into, like, um, like playful characteristics and uh, sure. playful voices, which is part of, um, the I think, the second and third article for my dissertation. Playful voices. Okay, we'll yes. talk about that in a bit. So, and then... Um, so yes, yes. So, so if you does it come on to you, you we've so got the thought, your third the, part. The, the playful yeah. uh, character or educator that they uh, construct during mm. Kim's uh, presentation will finally reach their final destination, which is a maker space. Ah, okay. Um, and that's your area? That's my area, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So um, uh, with colleagues from Oba University, I did a review on maker spaces in teacher education. Okay. And uh, we um, did do some characteristics of maker spaces, and they will get introduced to these characteristics, and they will uh, position themselves on a continuum of three of those uh, characteristics and have discussions with their... Uh, colleague around so the tables. Is this Open University UK? Sorry? Open University. You said Open University. No, oh, Olborg. Olborg, sorry. Olborg. Olborg. Sorry, Olborg's the university. Sorry, I'm misheard. Right, okay, I need to turn my Danish headphones up. <laughs> so, yes, um, so that's... Actually, yeah, I know we Olborg. have a finishing note, right? Yeah, so... Um, yeah. Okay, after, oh, after that... Where, yeah, first, uh, unboxing and finding your preliminary hero like extending your hero and mm. getting the hero to join into the makerspace. We'll try to like zoom out again and look at the patterns of playful learning, mm. at least from this uh, Danish slash Nordic perspective. Mm. And then uh, hopefully in a musically, visually way in the conference with some yeah pictures okay. and music. Oh, okay. So the music's been a big theme all the way through, it hasn't been, it? Because of the, the music festival, festival theme. theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. So is there... Any, is there a separate, is there a different distinct Danish perspective then that you think on playful learning? Or is it very much the same? Could you say there's a difference? I think we've talked quite a bit about it, um, but we're not entirely sure on how robust this theory is. But, okay. uh, but it seems like, um, at least at the Playful Learning Association and the Playful Learning Conference, that it uh, comes out from a, a, a year-long deep dive into some gamified and game-based mm. learning and then becomes playful learning. But uh, it still uh, has uh, a lot of elements of um, yeah, the game-based learning and the gamification types of uh, mm. doing education. Um, and uh, in the Danish setting, at least, um, it's, uh, it really st- doesn't stem from there, but more from play theory and play philosophy. So we would also talk a, b- a lot about uh, um, effective uh, elements, uh, moods and atmospheres mm. and, uh, and those part right. of it. So some how might uh, like constructionist play or some, uh, role play or performative play be something in itself, but also how might it um, uh, develop or uh, extend certain atmospheres or moods in a classroom setting or in an, uh, an educational frame. So okay. I think there's, there's something about the, the most directly play philosophy oriented and mm-hmm. also the, the, the most like intangible things of, uh, of doing it. So there's, there's possibly there's a meeting point of those two perspectives. I think so, yeah, yeah. But they start in different places. It's so, kind yeah. of what you... Yeah. Okay. But is that how you see the... Yeah, everyone. Other, my other two guests are nodding at this point, so <laughs> there seems to be con- cons- consensus around that. I think, yeah, that sounds interesting because I think there is. I think we're getting towards that. It's about uh, you know talking about a ludic um, atmosphere and yeah, things yeah, like that, yeah. um, and realizing that actually, if you're looking at it from a more, um, I was going to say political, but maybe that's putting too much. But you know, you're looking at playful leadership or play in institutions or play at work. It's about trying to be more inclusive, trying to find alternative ways to express yourself, mm. trying to bring authentic selves to those spaces as well as the classroom. Mm. And then you're talking about atmosphere and the more sort of intangible just being kind of things and being playful in a, yeah. in a kind of ex- also, existential way. We also talk a lot about how 
play in teacher education on social education, distinguished from playing with children. So right. coming from this, what Kim was talking about, playful environment, theories, philosophers, then you have to change it into how you play, how you approach playfulness mm. into uh, a teacher of social education with adults. Yeah, because then there's a there's a bigger, I'm guessing, reticence about mm. actually engaging because it's like, well, that's for kids, mm. or oh, that's for that's for the losers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's um, so yeah, that's for the nerdy types, the geeky yeah. types. Bit, it's yeah. like, yep, yeah, yeah, but you know, we're running the world now, needy, needy, geeky, needy, oh, nerdy and geeky types, not nerdy and needy and gurky. Uh, so, you know, um, maybe more accommodation accommodation should be made for us. And it's, there's a, so you see that as being part of it, as a sort of changing culture for, to be more inclusive with for play. Sh- for sure. Yeah. And there's differences at a conscious, consciousness level. Mm. Um, people can be reluctant, um, are finding it difficult to be engaged uh, in playful approaches. Mm. Um, but unconsciously, there are habits, uh, ways of doing things in practice that are being challenged mm. as well. So it's not just the, the reflective mindset, but also just being bodily engaged in practices that are different than what we used to. So I think changing the culture is about, is about different levels being reflective, uh, developing a vocabulary for us to reflect and to be engaged in discussions with each other, but also just um, practicing, uh, doing differently. Mm. Um, Not just talking differently, relating differently, but also doing differently as a teacher and as a student. And maker culture can be a a port portal into that sorry popping there a portal into that sort of process as well can't it because there's something about actually being creative even if you're not that competent at it Mm -hmm. that sort of opens up kind of co-creation and creativity and Mm -hmm. there's a playfulness there with i'm not going to say lego because that would just be (laughs) but i mean you know we do do a lot of stuff with lego um uh, um and that just again you just see these quite serious people sometimes and they're using these things and making stuff and I know that's not make a culture but it's a it's a it's a, a simplest it's more simple way into that kind of thing because you are creating something and immediately you're in a more playful zone because you're not using your head you're using your hands and and other senses mm-hmm. so is that is some does that work I is that is that kind of where the, that I helps as well I think it does and yeah. maybe it's a good way to start to mm. choose the um, materials that are scripted like yeah. Lego bricks, you know mm-hmm. what you know how to do Clip Lego. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what to do. Even I can do that. I mean, <laughs> always get a few little bits left over if I'm following the pattern. Yeah. But yeah, but but I think there's a difference yeah. between knowing what to do with the mm. materials and how to relate it to uh, different disciplines, subjects, mm-hmm. uh, um, and that's what's difficult. Not not to do Lego bricks yeah. or um, uh, to staggle them. Uh, create something with them, but how to relate it to the subjects um, and um, you know the the competences that we want our students to or, acquire, or at least yeah. wish our students <laughs> hope for our uh, students to achieve. And are your institutions all on board with this? Because I know Alborg, when I was at Coventry, adopted the active learning model that Alborg mm. started, which is you have a kind of goal that all students work towards. And they discover things for themselves to achieve the final. Mm-hmm. Think that's correct, isn't it? That's kind of a model that they have there. Am I right? I'm not yeah, sure, sure what okay. you mean. Oh, <laughs> can okay. you, can yeah. you elaborate? Oh, okay. So maybe we cut this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it uh, like uh, the project-based learning? From yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 okay. Some yeah. sort of active learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, and so you have a project and you will work towards yeah. it. And you go off yeah. and you might might attend a lecture yeah. because that helps you towards your own particular project, or you go yeah. off and learn things for yourself. And thanks. Yeah. So yeah, and that's does that help having that kind of atmosphere where that sort of stuff's already ingrained as a as a mechanism for doing Let's things. Let's just define it because that's at Albor University. Yeah, that it's they not work. everyone. Yeah. yeah, so, but the playful learning program is actually within the university colleges, which is uh, also in Albor, Aarhus, uh, Odense, yeah. Copenhagen, yeah. right? So, yeah. 
it depends on where where you are. Yeah. Ah, okay. And also, yeah. Um, but I think you're asking if it's um, legitimate or mm. it's um, easy to adopt yeah. or integrate into um, university settings. I don't think so. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, okay. but at the university college level, mm. um, the, the playful learning program has been a part of it for last about, what is it, four or five years. Um, okay. So I mean, you're making uh, progress. You're yeah, making inroads. So, and somewhat becoming more and more ingrained. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, there's also some resistance and uh, numer- numerous other ways to do it. Um, but I think what we've, we're missing is the like. You would call it like second order pedagogy mm. or like double yeah. didactics. So mm. a teacher education, especially, and but also a social education, we're working with uh, teachers becoming and uh, like pedagogues or early childhood mm. educators on their road to becoming it. So the, the, the teacher, teachers would always have to like be extemporary in their practice. So if we're doing something playful or play-based, it's about uh, displaying as in what might work in practice someday. Yeah. So the students can become teachers and educate other students. And so there's a knock-on effect then. It's like you're modeling that behavior for them and then they then enact that within yeah. their yeah. classrooms when they become teachers. Yeah. And then hopefully when those students grow up to be teachers themselves, they'll think, yeah. well, this is the way you do things. Yeah, exactly, okay. yeah. I think that's a dream, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what's next for you all after the keynotes? You're, uh, are you, well, for one thing, you, will you be back next year? Is there plans to come back next year? Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Hope yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So not that firm yet, but uh, yeah, sure. we're hoping for it. Yeah. And you've got uh, work coming up. Anything you want to plug while you're here about that we should look out for? Um, you know, work that you're doing. Our thesis. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. You've got thesis coming up as well. Okay. Well, we need to see Kim's when that comes out, so that will be probably public once it's once you've had the Vi- if you had the Viva yet. No, you've uh, it was yeah, last, yeah. last Friday, but in, in okay. Denmark, uh, the Viva or the Defense is the last thing you do. Mm-hmm. So if uh, you were to do like uh, revisions of sorts, you would have done it beforehand. So oh, okay. So when you're up in, de- in defending and it's it's an all okay, done deal, and then once the defense yeah. is out of the way, then you yes. you're actually yeah. so yeah. you actually there's nothing else to do, and it's all public, and we can all find that for online. The formal paperwork. Okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. Nice. So it's different than in the UK. Yeah, yeah. The, the Viva is a step, yeah. and then you resubmit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but um, I should absolutely plug the the postdoc uh, mm. project that I'm part of, which okay. is uh, like a, a large EU Horizon project uh, between Denmark, Belgium, the Netherlands. Portugal and Italy, um, mm. and it's about game making uh, oh, between okay. higher education, creative industries, and uh, cultural historical institutions. So, in other words, between uh, some researchers, mm. uh, museums, and uh, those that make games and movies, it's about creating like a forty-hour game jams at the museums to create games for and with culture. And I think that uh, uh, that would be quite interesting for a lot of the playful learning uh, attendees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's the website that that's the web website up? is coming uh, next, okay. m- next month, month okay. I think, and the project, project is, is uh, like called in short form Epic We. Epic We. Epic We. We W I W double I. No, hang on. W is that W E. Like, w E. Like oh, we. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, for some reason I thought the we. Okay, so and, and then I couldn't. I'm so tired. I couldn't even remember how to pronounce the letter W. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's it called again? <laughs> that one. It's a W, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Go on. Sorry. And anyone else? Uh, and so, anything else you want to plug there? Projects. Um, Your pe- the theses are coming out. When that, that, when's yeah. that going to happen? Uh, at the end of the year. Okay, yeah. well, fingers crossed so for that. So have to wait a bit. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, and some of our papers and not mm. some of our work is in, in Danish. Okay. So that would be difficult to share. We have. Uh, we can translate oh, it. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing a review, a scoping okay. review that will be published, okay. which is about makerspaces. Oh, um, cool. And, you know, relatable in terms of problem-based learning, mm-hmm. design-based learning, um, and I think that could be interesting for people um, interested in playful learning. Okay, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so if you pass those details on, we can add it all to the show notes. Yeah. And then where can we find you online? Uh, so social media presence? No? Just LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. None of you? Twitter, no. Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook. Okay, so your Twitter handle? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I only use it when okay, I'm in the Pass it all on to Mike <laughs> and he can put it all into show notes. Yeah. Anyone? No one else? No, okay, right. So thank you very much. I will now fade us out and good luck with the keynote, thank the you. headline act when it happens. Okay, so thank you. Um, Thanks. Oh, and there we go. There's the outro music. <laughs> and finally, time for a bit of reflection of how the conference has been, uh, how our own part of it has gone, and what we might like to do differently next year.
Hello and welcome to. Oh, hang on. Um, yeah, it's. Oh, um, I needed that button a few times. You'll hear it when you hear the ed, the when you listen to them back. But there's a few times I just go, oh, I can't. I've got to say well, yet. no, it's uh, it's day three. It's mm. day three. We are coming at you live, but barely alive. Um, at the end of the Playful Learning 2023 conference, and I don't know about you, Mark, but I am absolutely shattered. Yeah, not as bad as last year, but then we'd both been pretty ill last year. Yeah, we were so, both on yeah, death still last year. Yeah, but we, we it's like a sleep and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Okay, try and keep the energy up. Try and keep up. the energy up. No, it's, this is fine. This I is have a, a big water, water, whatever you call these things, full of coffee at the moment. Yeah, it's literally, it's, 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 so we all got given a, a lovely water bottle at the beginning of the conference. Uh, and Mark has basically had his underneath the, uh, the coffee machine, like some sort of hose, just pouring... <laughs> possibly fatal dose of caffeine uh, into that. So anyway, yeah, we are um, at the end of the conference. Uh, just about everybody's going home. Uh, we've had our lovely packed lunch. And you're with us now. Mark and I are going to have just a little reflection mm-hmm. on um, the conference. And okay. I guess a little reflection on, uh, I want to say, our part of the conference. Mm. Like the podcast yeah, okay, the part podcasting the part. So, uh, so yeah, Mark, from your perspective, how's it gone? Pretty good. I think I got the balance a bit more right this time. I went away last time feeling I hadn't been to enough sessions and I made a bit more of an effort because, yeah, And I think there was one or two. What I did was there was one I thought this will be I was looking at the stuff that I could see the potential immediately for in what I'm planning to do next. Mm. So that learn the one that we've got out, the playful learning tour uh, guide. Tour guide I just thought, oh, I wanted. I'm cr- thinking of creating a game with good, uh, good Michael here. Hello, um, hello. Um, um, a learning design type game, and so I was thinking, oh, I need something on games design, and that was that just hit the spot. So that was really good. And then the keynote that uh, the, the we've just been to, where Kim was talking about his hero's journey stuff, and you know, from past episodes, we've done a little bit on hero's journey. Um, so there might be something we can draw on there carefully um, because, you know, it's colonialist and all that sort of stuff. But um, And uh, what else? Yeah, the keynotes are always good to, to try and make. I'm not very good in the morning, so I never started anything before 10 o'clock. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, but I should be able to remember better what I've done, but it's it's kind of well, these I, are great. So. I've, I've got to get the um, like the, the well, session names up in front of me because like my internal filing system for these is, is very different. Mm. So like I mean, totally agree with you. Like, this year, I too feel like I hit the balance better mm. um, because last year we were a bit frantic with trying to get millions of recordings in. We yeah. ended up missing sessions because of it, and we still went to a lot of sessions and did a lot. But it was um, it kind of felt like we maybe missed out on some of the conference. Felt, we felt a bit peripheral. Yeah. Whereas this time around, I've really felt like. You know, I've, I've done the full conference and mm. I happen to have done some podcasting in between. Been... Yeah, although the podcasting as a consequence may have felt a bit more peripheral. Well, we can we can get to that in a minute. I okay. Think. Um, but my highlights of the conference so far, I mean, yeah, Mark's talked about uh, the Playful Learning Tour Guide and I've, I've expounded about that at length. Um, if it hasn't made its way into one of these edits so far, it's going to mm. uh, in one of the future episodes where I just talk about how much I love it. Um, really useful thing. I'm going to use it in my practice. Other things that came up. Um, there was oh, sorry, what was that? The... This is the, the playful learning. Oh tool, yeah, right? yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but other things um, that I am going to use. Uh, so there was this wonderful discussion earlier this morning. Playful breadcrumbs, a Simon Gray session. Okay. So tiny pieces of playful practice with close to no effort, and it was a really good just kind of good discussion. Oh, that's what the Danish people were talking about about luring people in would be to yeah. have breadcrumbs for us to breadcrumb. People yeah, to it was. It was just such a good. It was such a good session. <clears throat> Simon's got a really lovely way of um, presenting it. It was just a, mm. a nice, cozy, informal thing and lots of really good tips to pull into kind of everyday practice um which other ones really jumped out at me the i mean chris and jane's composing the playful learning theme (laughs) tune i mean it was a fun uh, fun thing to do we did you'll have heard hopefully at the beginning of this episode the theme tunes that got composed but actually as a format for uh group creation I thought it was a really useful um, thing. For example, uh, getting people to sort of self-identify roles only based on their kind of their skill set massively simplified things. It stops, for example, all of the musicians coagulating, uh, okay. all of the lyricists coordinating a group. It made sure there was a really good mix of kind of talent and skills between each one. And then because it's the kind of audience it is, and it was really well facilitated, and there was a good framework, it actually really greased the wheels. And it was kind mm. of you know maybe moving between groups was encouraged as well. 
it was uh, yeah, it was a really lovely example of how to uh, kind of facilitate one of those group creation sessions. Oh, um, and we're and we're talking joined. about and we're talking about highlights, and here's Nick, our highlight. <laughs> They're not wearing highlights. Um, uh, Nick's, um, sorry, we're joined now by Nick Whitten. Um, previous. Put your headphone on first and then I'll, I'll, hopefully I won't. That won't. Okay. Former playful learning um, chair, founder. Chair, founder, provocateur, uh, and now participant, upgraded to participant. Um, what's been, how's, how's the conference been for you? We're talking about, our comp we're talking about uh, how it's been for us and our highlights so far. So I discovered it's much much better if you're not organizing mm. that you can actually go to things and have conversations with people and you're not stressed out the entire time uh, so it's been great and do you know what next year i'm not even going to give a talk because even that was a bit stressful <laughs> i'm just going to come and dick around for three days it's gonna be brilliant yeah uh, in, in, a, in a professionally formative capacity well that, that's uh, dicking around with with capital letters because it's a pedagogic approach mm -hmm. dicking around with a capital d yes and a capital a <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a keynote, wasn't it? Sorry, titting a, tit, was it titting about that Katie, was it Katie who did titting about? Somebody did something about titting about. Yeah, because I quoted that, so I've got titting about in one of my papers somewhere. Anyway, sorry, go on. Oh, loads of highlights. So I think building anatomically correct models of feet out of fruit and vegetables was very cool. That was hilarious the results oh, of that are on twitter if you want to find them and they are very funny <laughs> it's, it never occurred to me how much fun it would be or that i actually wanted to know anything about the feet but now i do um all the keynotes were awesome they're just mm. amazing and thought-provoking and brilliant people um, we went out the night before with lara and she's hilarious and um yeah she's she's great um and obviously giskin's amazing mm. and uh yeah, the other keynotes today were fantastic i think just because they make you think differently and yeah. do things and even though you're knackered you still kind of go in and engage things i went to see the team at durham do a thing on playful video earlier today and that was just hilarious and i because you got so short a time to make a video mm -hmm. and just seeing all the creativity that the other people were doing not me i just sat there and <laughs> 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 we did that thing with the hat and that was my entire contribution but it was it was really good fun Anything that you'd so you said sort of next year you won't even present anything else. Anything else you do differently next year? Uh, well, I'll go to Brighton instead of Leicester. Oh yeah, big reveal. <laughs> big reveal. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so this is the last year at Leicester. Uh, next time it's going to be at Brighton Seaside. Yeah. Bye bye. We're waving goodbye to people. Um, <laughs> but I should say that Brighton's much easier to get to from Durham, as we were really? there last. Year. Yeah, it is because. Dick's Leicester, you've got to change trains. And oh, right. Whereas Brighton, you come in to King's Cross. Yeah. And it's a nice, fast train. and Driving. Got all this to carry around. Can't you get him to carry it around? So half of it's mine. You should know. Well, you bought it for... Well, you didn't. Durham bought what? it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you might have signed the papers at some point. No, Sam signed the Can't papers. Can't we get somebody... I'm sure we can get somebody to carry it down. I'm, I would probably... No, it's fine. I'm it's happy being driving and yeah oh, well if you're driving then it's a bugger you can stop oh, off okay. halfway from me oh yeah and pick you up i was to say you can have a cup of tea in a wee oh okay yeah we get on together yeah, yeah lads okay. lads 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 road trip yeah, okay. sounds like it should be a song lads 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 <laughs> no we go down together <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is it's just something about the way you tell them that um makes me feel i'm, re I'm reaching for a censorship button that doesn't exist on this uh, <laughs> um so yeah that's the uh, the conference this year. We were also going to talk about, about kind of our mm. part of it, as to mm. reflect, I suppose, on how we feel the podcasting side of it has gone this mm. year. Well, do you know, it's weird what Rosie was saying so at the end. She sort of said, I, I kind of remember Ped Godzilla being there at the beginning, and I do. I can't remember a year when you weren't there. But, oh, but, uh, last year was our first but year. But you've only been doing it two years. And yeah. it's just like you're part of the conference all the way through. Key part. Really, oh, maybe we don't even have to put, really put a proposal in next time then. Oh, let's see. I mean, to be that's fair, so it was really good. lovely. We had a little thank you in yeah. the, uh, the closing speech, and I've got a little T-shirt in the back, and I'm really, really, really shocked with it. Bloody cool T-shirt. <laughs> really pleased with it. But yeah, we were saying we had a little chat about kind of how we thought because this year we came in with our theme of a festival of failure, with our questions about fabulous formative failures and piss poor teaching. Um, and we've got to have some really good conversations with people. We've got yeah. actually like a decent amount recorded, but we don't think it's actually landed quite as well as the one we did last year. And we were just reflecting on kind of why that might have been. And I don't think it was the theme because I talked to Fernando and he came out with some hilarious stories about failures. And then Kaida really connected with it. 
And then when I talked to uh, Jana and Jane and Chris, they all had things that they could think of in it. So it inspired them, and I can see why the Pissidalich Univisning yeah. thing actually works so well. And we still don't know who's, who the reviewer was who suggested that. It's none of the Danes. We assumed because it's Danish, it was one of the Danes. Mm. So anyway, but so it connects, it works. So I don't think it was the theme. I am, oh, go on. I was just going to say, what way do you think it didn't land as well? Because that's certainly, as a participant, not the vibe that I've got. Um, there were fewer. I think there's a, yeah, there's kind of like a, very hard to describe taste of it. I think Mark knows what I mean. There weren't as there weren't as many people wandering past that we could grab. So we do have a few mini episodes, but we don't have as many as we had last yeah, time. Yeah, we kind of we, we almost had a queue last year. Mm. Um, so exactly we did at times have a queue of people waiting. I think part of that was a novelty factor. Ah. And I think last year, it was, whereas everyone kind of knows what's going on, and you humiliated so many people last year. That <laughs> <it's> <laughs> true, actually, That's yeah. true, yeah. But uh, also, um, was there not stuff going on there last yes, year? Yes, there were more so, games, so, so people actually, coming in and seeing it. I also think we were there was more competition on time. There were more people attend. I don't uh, fewer people skiving off the set. Skiving, that's not the wrong word. Finding that they needed to decompress from the sessions. Mm. So whether or not it's just it yeah. wasn't as hot in well, the rooms, or well, that's the thing. The program this year was so spicy. I mean, there, yes. I, there, it was a real tactical decision of mm. like, okay, I'm going to miss one of these really interesting sessions to do a bit of time to sit down and record. With people, and actually, you know, this time we proactively made time to record with the keynotes and with the organisers as well, which has worked really nicely because it's meant that we've been able to get an episode out each day without stress editing, which yeah. is really lovely. Um, but at the same time, it's also meant that time has been eaten for recordings. And the other demands on the time of the campfires, so where people may have just been wandering around, just filling in or doing some of the foyer activities, they'd got something structured to do. And the campfire things were great, but it did mean that there was less of an opportunity for us to sort of pick off stragglers pick off stragglers which is what we do we look at well i mean well that's one of the key things i think one of the things that i loved about this was that the stragglers are people who they're having a good time but they're not interacting necessarily and that's their choice perhaps and maybe it isn't and by picking off the stragglers we found a way to engage with those people mm -hmm. so there's one or two that i don't think had really spoken much to other people and yet they once you get them in front of a mic and you start talking to them about their failures or whatever then they 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 just unload all this stuff that's fascinating and so i think we there's a there's a point there but there are fewer stragglers this well time. that's the thing and that's i think the thing there are fewer stragglers there's fewer stragglers which is if anything a product of excellent engineering yeah. at the conference because yeah. there was there was always something happening and there was always something that could draw you into a group or a mm. mini community that was forming. And because it's this group of people as well, it's super organic. Nobody's sitting there kind of feeling awkward. Everybody's just chatting with everybody. I think a couple of people mentioned that, um, a couple of the new people mentioned that, oh, I thought everybody knew each other, but it turns mm. out that not everybody does know each other. They're just happy engaging with each other in that way. And that uh, clicked for me. As, yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah, was my that first year. And also, I think, oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say one of the things that seemed like missing a trick, of, I think, this year is that you had missions going on. Mm. And it would have been very easy to put a mission in that said, go and talk oh to Pet Godzilla. Oh, my God. That would have been great. So yeah. whatever you do next year, I would just say, now that you're part of the conference mm. and, you know, you're part of the furniture, I'd just build that into whatever. Record a podcast. Yeah. Or, yeah. Who, you know, whoever's doing it, that's part of the challenge, mm. whatever the theme is. There will be a way of just intertwining Engaging, you yeah. into that. I think yeah. a way we're considering approaching it as well is to actually have a request pitch for a slot next year. So actually have kind of like a podcasting slot. Because we, we realize that we've actually got enough kits between us to record three sets of po podcasts simultaneously, um, which could potentially be nine guests in yeah. three 30-minute slots. We could potentially record like 28 27 uh, podcasts. So could you do something about teaching people how to podcast, though? Because that's a certain thing well, from yeah, last I year. I was, this is great fun. I can now just talk into microphones. Mm. But last year, I'd never done it before and it was kind of scary. But it would be lovely to know how you could do that. Maybe that's, maybe that's. Sort of playful maybe. podcasting. Yeah. I guess, though, by maybe doing that 30 minutes, that 30 minutes with three lots of people, do you, are you actually picking up what it's like to do it in a way that's. Maybe it's I mean, what else is there to do taste. other than talking into a microphone? And I know, ah, but that's not easy, though. That's not easy. But you'd get the practice by doing those 30 minutes. But I think it's the structure. So I don't <coughs> know what conversations you guys have, 
how you choose your themes, how you decide who uh, says what. Okay. And obviously, you've worked together for ages, so there's there's sort of harmony going on there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Maybe, maybe it's yeah, it's kind of like it's how to. It's it's give it's give people a framework that they can build something into and yes. get themselves started with. And mm. I think you know like Chris and James thing actually. So almost like wanting people to self-identify as somebody who's a comfortable host. As yeah. like hi, I'm so, host. I'm social glue. Like who's yeah. social glue here? And get people yeah. to or, or even if it to make it easier for people, come as a pair. And yeah. and host by the end of it you'll have your own however long podcast that you can you can make, you can edit, and we you could have them going out yeah. throughout. We need to have a think. But basically, I think, yeah, I think we're set I, on doing a session of some sort. To I make do that Facebook. for our PG Cert program, PG Cat program. I haven't done it yet, though. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? That's just what I do in my day job. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying no, but I'm also saying that's not that's that's not lighting my fire. <laughs> we'll see if we can... We'll, we'll, we'll kick some ideas okay. around. But I think we're pretty set on having some sort of session, or at least bidding for some sort of session mm. for next year so that we can basically make sure that a to kind of give us a space for, for it to happen actually yeah. a time for it to happen where it's not being, people being pulled in a lot of different directions with an excellent program but also mm. it makes it much easier for mark and i to attend other sessions guilt-free without feeling like oh i should really be getting a few yeah, like, recordings a in. the yeah. other option would be to try and persuade the chairs to make the program less good and that might be just easier uh, yeah because yeah. yeah just put more rubbish on that people don't want to go yeah. to today's yeah. <laughs> this year's theme is crap <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't prepare anything knock some slides up together and just, just talk uh, the thing is rubbish. i would say that not all the sessions have gone swimmingly and yet all the people that we've said said oh i don't think my session went very well but i th people still got a lot from them yeah so that's the point is when you're being uh, you know, you're doing being flexible and playful, and you've got safe ludic space and all that. Uh, nothing is crap because even when it falls falls over, it works in, on some level for for some people's engagement. Mark, if we did a session that wasn't in any way podcast related, I would happily do a the crappiest session at playful learning, <laughs> sixty minutes with you, where we, um, where uh, we intentionally commit every every scene. error. Well, it's pissidolic uh, or divisioning, isn't it? Uh, one of the things that has is me. Nick's, Nick's face. I can't tell if it's like a, a cringe or she's like, I've got so many ideas. <laughs> a bit both, but also oh, okay. it's, it's it, you know there's there's a line at which you. We discovered today one of the sessions that we were in, which was about a missing cat, mm. know, that, that apparently sex with cats is a line over which playful learning won't cross. And okay. it's one of the few lines. Oh, yeah. So I, I, that seems an interesting line to have approached in the first place. To be honest, it, on this occasion, it wasn't me bringing it down. It, right. it was, it, we, had a, we had to do a video about a missing cat, and then somebody in our team noticed that it, the um, poster for it was 18 certificate. And suddenly it changed. Oh, okay. I mean, and, how and low can you get? Not that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the th I, to, to address both, one of the things that's been cropping up is people going, we really enjoyed that. Can you do a seminar for us at our institution? So maybe we can still do the playful thing and do the encouraging stuff, but we do it as an outreach thing. And we use this as a sort of way, a breadcrumb to sort of start inculcating a little bit of playfulness outside of the conference mm -hmm. by just you know saying this is what we can do this is these are our wares we don't actually have to present them here but we can say this is what the options are here's a package you can get from us yeah um because i'm doing something for uh, uh go on oh, i was going to carry on oh, okay. i should probably draw us back to the, the, yeah, the sure, conference yeah, wrap okay. up at some point we're, yeah, we're, okay. kind of, we're starting to get into the minutiae yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's not exactly we're yeah. gonna have to edit most of the sound, <laughs> right, I'm this isn't getting edited <laughs> so yeah so, so yeah, so maybe that's how we approach that. So just to pull this back to the conference, I guess that's sort of a, a, a wrapping up a closing thought. What's something that you've had from the conference 2023 that you're going to be pulling back into your practice when you get back into the real world? Oh, now push the crickets. This is the longest thing I've pause. This is dead air now. Shall I do something then? Yeah, you yeah. I was kind of. I was, there was an open question to both of you. Yeah, no. I was. I was just. You know. I was. I was being deferential because I, somebody mentioned the other day that I tend to talk a lot. Who's that? 
they tend to dominate. <laughs> so I thought, I'll, go, I'll, I'll be quiet for a while. <laughs> See how that works out. Obviously, it doesn't work out at all. Not at all. Um, so Maybe it was a shock. Maybe we were like, why is Mark not talking? <laughs> it's like, my God, is he all right? <laughs> Mark's mouth's not moving. Is he dead? I actually managed to offend Mark. John <laughs> this is the one thing I'm particularly worried about. It's like, oh, my God. Um, I would say that although it, that deck building game was tricky... Um, to get a head around, I think that's it's something. There is something in there about a way to approach learning design that I want to start working on with you and Mark and the others at the OU and with James and people uh, at Durham, um, which is about finding some kind of easy to play but constructive way. We were talking to Rochelle about it just before this. Um, so drawing on stuff from that, drawing on stuff from the, this playful learning tour guide drawing on the hero's journey stuff we just saw in that keynote and kind of finding a way to bring all those together and find the best of those to come up with it. some sort of game we can play to either explain what learning design is because people don't get it or even take some module teams through the learning design process in a, in a productive way, really, in a fun way. That's kind of what I want to get back and start working on. Sounds brilliant. Um, yeah, so while you were talking, I was thinking, I think the thing for me... Um, and this is where it gets out of my comfort zone. So I'm generally pretty playful, but I bloody hate improv. Don't get <laughs> it. And I just cringe inside. And I've kind of changed my mind because I, I don't know if you've had Alistair on your show and he did a big improv thing um, on the Thursday night, mm. um, which was just amazingly hilarious. Um, but he was also in my campfire group and it turned me around to go and get, oh, maybe, maybe this isn't as ghastly as I thought. And... Maybe it gave me a little bit of confidence to try doing a little bit of improv and thought, mm, maybe, maybe there's something here. Yeah, the improv stuff that we did, we were supposedly helping Rebecca, but we didn't end up doing anything to help Rebecca. The Monumental Consequences yeah. game, that was the first time I've done anything improv improvisational. It was more LARP, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. but LARP, as we LARP, yeah, LARP, LARP is, is, is improvisation. Yeah. That's the problem I have with LARPing is the improv side. So that helped because you had a little bit of a character and you had a little bit of a goal. And then the interactions were with specific people. And there um, were no goblins, which is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, liberating structures again, interestingly. Mm, oh, okay, yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah. I think for me, so this is my second year at the conference and I feel like last year I spent a lot of time just trying to wrap my head around what playful learning was and what everybody was meaning by playful learning. And I feel like this year I've come away with a big kind of grab bag of examples of how mm. to how to playful learning or what it looks like in the wild and how other people are doing it. I think what I'm going to want, to, what I really want to do is a introduce a few of these little breadcrumbs I've seen in my practice. But b, I really, really want to start promoting this in our pedagogy mm. at work, and I want to find ways to get people to start buying in some of these ideas. I think this again. The uh, the playful uh, the playful learning tour guide the kind of the, the manual and the taxonomy that matches kind of learning outcomes to different types of game mechanic is a really good on ramp for something like mm. that. So I'm that's what I'm taking back. I'm taking last year was understanding how I'm sort of becoming I guess kind of getting subsumed into the cult and signing away my life savings. <laughs> it's not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> it's not a cult. Yeah, the no. thing is, is that the, the more you see that, the more that actually doesn't. <laughs> the song. Oh my god, the songs. Um, but yeah. So the, and then I think yeah, I really want to just get talking to people about these concepts. Now I feel like mm. I'm. I now feel like well armed enough to go out and start actually being a proponent for a lot of this stuff. I think I've been trying to demonstrate more of it in my practice over the last year. It's really helped me become more of my authentic self in my professional environment. I think the next step is. Some of the stuff I've learned this year. Yeah, I'm passing it on. Yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts before I wrap us up and we all start packing up equipment and go home? I'm thinking about sandwiches. Do you think there are any left over? Uh, there are, but... Um, They're pretty they, hot on seconds, aren't they? The, the stragglers. Are, the straggler are, sandwiches. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm thinking, this is a terrible vegetarian conference, but I want a chicken sandwich. There's a, there's a Popeye's chicken in town centre, just saying. Is there? I've mm. eaten more cheese this week than I've eaten all year. Cheese is good, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Not if, if you're like lactose intolerant. Oh. 
<laughs> that sounds like the difficult third album. Yeah. <laughs> it's say. a difficult first movement because I over-medicated. <laughs> oh. This episode is in memoriam of the person who had to clean Mark's uh, hotel room. That seems like a good note to end on. So um, this is us signing off from Playful Learning Conference 2023, right at the end. We... <laughs> Uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to our coverage um, and we'll hopefully see you next year. I've been Mike Collins at Pedagodzilla. I'm Mark Childs. And Nick Whitten. Thanks so much for joining us uh, and we'll see you all again. Bye-bye now. Oh, and the crowd love us still. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs>